grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Text for meditation is the epistle lesson from uh, Hebrews chapter 11, the chapter of faith. I read again the opening words. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is our text. Dear Christian friends, just a little bit of a, a start before I actually start preaching. Um, few years, about 10 years ago, I went through some intentional interim training. And as I, as I went through that, and what you do in intentional interim is you go into a church that, uh, um, um, and what you try to do in that church is you try to get everybody, when you leave, try to get everybody moving in the same way. And so what you do is you kind of simplify things, you kind of look at and say, what, what does the church have to offer? And as I did that, um, the thing I, I realized about the church is um, the one thing that we have that nobody else has, the one thing that we have that you can't get anywhere else, because you can come to church and get a meal, can't you? But you can go down to the street and go to a restaurant and do the same thing. Um, you can come to church and you can get fellowship with one another, but you can go to coffee in the morning and do the same thing, or you can hang out with the family. But the one thing we have that nobody else has is forgiveness. God sent his son to, die on the, to live a life that was perfect, to die on the cross for our sins, to rise victorious, and now he's sitting at the right hand of, of God interceding for us. Interceding for us so that, so that forgiveness of sins can be given to people. And that's what we do. That's how we can approach God. Because if we don't, if we don't wash away our sins, if we don't take care of our sinfulness, um, we can't be with God. It's like Raiders of the Lost Ark in that, op- that scene where the Germans got the ark and then they open up the thing and, and uh, um, um, uh, oh, what's his name, uh, Indiana and that girl are tied to the telephone pole and they open up the ark and then all of a sudden God's wrath goes crazy and all those Germans are just, they burn. If we don't get rid of our sin, that's what's going to happen to us. And so God comes to us and he he says, okay, my son did everything so that now, pastors, so that people, you can, as you, you talk to one another, you can forgive each other's sins. And as that happens, you know, that's the thing that we have that nobody else has. That's the product that we have that we give to people that nobody else has. And so we offer that in, in word, as, as pastors say, the, the uh, um, words of absolution, but then also at the Lord's table. We come there in, a, in, a, in, in the most intimate way. God says to us, your sins are forgiven. And so that's what, we, that's, what we, uh, that's what we do. That's what we are about. But do you believe it? I hope so, because you're here. And the way that we believe it is we have faith in it. I had a friend in, in high school. Um, I never, when I was in high school, never planned on, on being a pastor. I was actually going to be an auto mechanic. Um, never did that, but there was a girl, Marla Meyer, that I don't know why, but she, she didn't go to church, and she knew I did, so he, she was the one that kept asking me questions about God. One day she said to me, can you feel God? And it's like, I think she was thinking, you know, can, can, you, can you actually, can you feel him? I mean, like, I could feel this, this community rail, and I go, no. And then all week I thought about that. Next time I saw Marla, I said, no, I can't feel God. He's right here. And I said that, I said, it's, it's by faith. I can feel God even though I can't feel God. You know what I mean? 
He's there. Well, well let's think about it this way. Um, there was a little boy. He uh, got to this age, and he, he, like, he needed a new bike. So about the end of summer or so in the fall, he kept saying to his parents, you know, I really would like a new bike for Christmas. And he just kept on, kept on saying that. And, and then, uh, you know, he thought, uh, oh, golly, they, they got to give it to me. I mean, it's just, I got to get a new bike. So anyways, Christmas Eve comes. And his dad take, took and found this big box. And he took this big box and he wrapped it up. And, and the tradition in the family was to open up presents on, on uh, Christmas Day. So on Christmas Eve, his dad takes and puts this big box next to the Christmas tree. The little boy saw that box, and he's like, yes, I got my bike. Well, his dad was kind of a prankster. You know, he liked to do jokes and that sort of thing. And so in the morning, the son gets up, and he goes, okay, let's open up presents. What do you want to open up first? He says, let me open up the big box. I want to get my bike out of there. He grabs the box. It's kind of light. He opens it up, and there's nothing in there. He says, I got nothing. And then the dad went in the other room, rolled the bike in. Sometimes as we, as we come to God, we think there's nothing there. Um, but God is there. And it's by faith, through the work of the Holy Spirit, that we believe that what looks like nothing to the world, we base everything on. We are people of faith. We come to church because we believe in God. We come to church because we, we are people of God. And as we do so, in Hebrews 11, it defines our faith. It says, in the NIV, as I just read, it says, being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. As we read it in the, in the ESV, and this one says it even stronger, it says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. So we got assurance, conviction, being sure and certain. That's what faith is. As we take in and think about that, um, how did, I mean, we, we are people of faith. We are people that, that, that think about that, that mystery part, that, that stuff that you can't see. But we also believe in, in, the, in, the, in the stuff that's here. I mean, I believe there's, there's concrete here. You know, and, and, and somewhere, and we had a guy in, in Jefferson. I served in Jefferson for about 18 years, and we had a guy, one of our guys come up and said, Pastor, we need to do something with, you know, that we can build or something. Got to do something with, 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 with stuff so when you get done, you can say, okay, that's what we did. Because too many times you kind of look at stuff and as pastors you kind of wonder, are we making a difference? Well, we'll never know until we get to heaven. And so as we, as we, as we take and, and think about this, we are people of faith. We believe in God. We, we follow him. Just as Abel and Enoch and Noah and Abraham and all those people that are mentioned here in, in uh, chapter 11 and it goes on. A lot of a lot of those forefathers, patriarchs of the faith, that we, we take and, and follow in their footsteps, and we do so simply by faith. We do so because something says that's what we need to do, because we believe that God is real. And we understand 
that the universe, it goes on to say, the, we understand that the universe um, was formed at God's command. Can you make something out of nothing? Can you do that? We can take some parts and we can put them together, we can make something, but can you actually make something out of nothing? Only God can do that. Look at this beautiful sanctuary. Look at this, this beautiful world. Go out in the country now and see all the, the fields full of corn and beans. And it's a beautiful sight. And at one point, there was nothing. And then God's word came in and said, out of this nothing, I'm going to make everything. And so he did. And by his command, you know, and it, it wasn't... I, I get, a, I get a kick out of the people that say it's the Big Bang Theory. It takes more faith to believe in that. You know, because if that's true, then what you should be able to do is take all the parts of a watch, an old watch that had all those working parts, put them in a bag and shake it up, and sooner or later, the bag ought to end up being a watch. But how, how hard is that to, to happen? Let alone take and an, an out of nothing to create the human race that we have, all the all the, the things in the world that make the world go round, um, how does that all happen just by chance? Somebody has to be in control of that, and, and we believe that God is. And he made everything out of nothing. The one word I remember in the, in the Hebrew um, in, that, in Genesis 1 is that tohu wabohu. That's when all the parts of the, that, that was there, all the, all the ingredients are, are out there, and they're in complete chaos. But then God put order to it. And God made it so that uh, um, all those things would fall into place. And he made out of nothing something. And so as we gather here, as we think, as we gather as people of faith, we thank God that he took nothing and made us. Because actually, when we come into this world, we're as dead as dead can be. When it comes to, 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 to being able to, to uh, take and be with God, um, we don't know how to, how to be with God. We don't know how to be righteous. We don't know how to avoid death. And we come in and we are as dead as dead. And God's Holy Spirit, in the waters of baptism or through the word, that spirit works life in us. Where we are nothing and then God makes us something because he cares so much for us that he sent his son to die on the cross for our sins. And as God then takes and makes us, then our response to that is our life of faith. And we just simply take and, and come and worship him. Actually, what we do is everything we do, we do out of faith. As, uh, as I was a kid, you know, when I was a kid, it seemed like everybody went to church. Everybody was going to church. And in my time as a pastor in the last 34 years, a church attendance in most places had just kind of gone down. There are so many more things to do on a Sunday morning now than there used to be. And, and there's good and bad about that because now you know where, where people are at and um, people think about their... And it used to be, I think, in, when I was growing up that uh, Sunday was the day to think about God and the rest of the, day, or the, rest of the week was, was your time. Where now people think more, I think, in terms of, of knowing about God all the time. But as we, as we do that, we, we live out our faith. We take and worship and follow him in all the things that we do. 
Because uh, um, as we do that, um, we take and, and, and follow that path that, that Jesus led that takes us to heaven. As it says at the end of our, end of our text where he says uh, in verse 16, um, instead, there were those longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Are you content in this world? Are you content in your, in your life at this time? Um, therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. As we take and gather and worship, the, I think, for me anyways, the, the closest we ever get to God is when we come to the Lord's Supper. When we come and we, we take and, and, and kneel there, and as the, the body and the blood of Christ, we eat and drink that. God says to us, those sins that keep me, keep us away from him, they're gone. We leave them at the foot of the cross, and we walk away as God's people, believing in him, having faith in him, that's going to lead to all of eternity. In Jesus' precious name. Amen.